chilling here in a collective comic. Got this, Lillian, with your momics. <laughs> chilling, and we're not gonna vomit. <laughs> That's where I went. <laughs> we're not gonna vomit. What is going on, guys? Welcome back to Collective Comics and the Lights Comics Action Podcast. We're diving into episode 25 today. I'm joined by the homie Jungle J. I'm the homie Jungle J. What did, we had another one yesterday. Yeah, just like, I don't remember what, what it was. You're like, I'm going to call you that from now on. Yeah, and yep. now I forgot. Forgot about it. Of course. It must have been not. so great. <laughs> this is the best. It's probably the best ever. You're right. Man. Oh, dang, this I really a, wish I would remember. This is a little bit of a different look for us. Re- it really is. Yeah, if you guys couldn't tell. You know, yeah, we, audio listeners. Audio listeners are either loving this or hating this because we do have better mics because of this. Uh, yeah. But we'll see how it turns out in the end. We're using a new software, and... Uh, we just couldn't get together this week to film it, and we needed to try this out anyways because we want to have guests on soon, hopefully. Yeah, so uh, we're scheduled for next week to have a couple guests on. We're gonna keep that one a secret. We might throw it in there somewhere in the podcast, so that's gonna keep you keep you listening. <laughs> keep you listening. But keep uh, you listening. We might say something about it, but yeah. We're gonna, so we're we're, gonna we're keep messing you on with your seat. We're messing with different cameras. We're messing with different lights. We're messing with different <laughs> angles. It's all over the yeah. place right now, but. I think in the future, this is going to make the podcast a lot better. Yeah, what you guys can see from from my corner is the side that the camera is usually against, you know, and and can't see. So you guys are seeing the total opposite side of the room uh, a little bit. The camera is usually almost exactly where you're sitting. Yeah, it's it's like usually right behind me. So I I put up a couple things, you know, we got the Green Goblin, Spider-Man, Superman back there. But uh, yeah, it doesn't doesn't look normal, and then and then your camera is in a completely different household. Yeah, <laughs> actually, our old over. podcast, the camera was sitting right underneath me and to that way a little bit, and then, <laughs> right, yeah, yeah this, in, in the basement, in my temporary little setup here. I had to I had to put some cool things on the walls and clean well, up. Dude, a it looks bit. pretty good if that's temporary. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was thinking that I was like, maybe I just want to stay here. No, I don't. <laughs> but, uh, man the basement's still coming along it's it's weird man i want i just want it to be done so bad but i don't want to work on it anymore i'm so sick of it but just tired we're getting man. there we're getting yeah. there i feel that jumping man, in yeah, this we're... Week. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> like i said we're running tests guys so right. <laughs> making sure that we're not talking over each other so it's a little bit different we usually run things in person we're actually we're, running we're over on... video chat we're running on Riverside. It's not as bad as it was on Discord. Cause we tried Discord too. We've used Discord. Yep. We're always like, I feel like everybody's always talking over everybody on Discord with the delay. Oh yeah, there's stuff. always like that half second delay and everything. Right. This is pretty. Per, they're pretty on top of it. Yeah, it's pretty it good seems, over here. Yeah. Um, you know. But we got a couple trailers this week. I definitely want to talk about a couple trailers because I'm actually like happy for these trailers like i'm excited for these couple things we got blue beetle from dc i know you're you're ready to talk about blue beetle yeah i think i believe this was like two days ago yeah it wasn't long ago yeah it was it was two days ago i saw it yesterday and you're like did you see the blue beetle trailer i was like nope not i i don't know if they had ever announced the cast before did they like, did I don't know, know who Blue Beetle was before the trailer came out. I didn't really look into it at all because I didn't know what was coming or what was actually coming or if they're cutting this or cutting that. I have no idea. Yeah, for for a little bit, it was supposed to be – it was shelved. It got shelved, but I guess they're obviously still coming out with it. Um, for a little bit, it was – it almost didn't happen. Right. Um. But yeah, so I don't know if we got the cast of Blue Beetle, but I definitely didn't know. So when I saw that trailer and I saw, I'm going to say Miguel Diaz, because that's what I know him as from Cobra Kai. Yeah. I don't know if anybody else is a fan of Cobra Kai, but I'm a huge Cobra Kai fan. Um, I was I was super stoked on, on him playing Blue Beetle. 
Um, I was I was saying something to you about it, and I was like, dude, this kid, this is like gonna be the new action kid. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, you, know, you like, were like, you know, that's uh, that's the guy from Cobra Kai. I'm like, oh, I've never watched Cobra Kai, so I was like, all right. But yeah, yeah he was good, dude. He was really good. He I started mean, out like, like super, super skinny too, so he's bulking up, and uh, he especially for like a superhero character, so he's he's clearly doing something right. <laughs> just in this trailer alone, he's good. Like this trailer was really good. I liked it a lot. Yeah, not gonna lie, it, it the the it's he seems to be playing the exact kind of character that Miguel Diaz is. Oh, really? Um, in Cobra Kai, you know. A little uh, bit, a little bit, was, as far there, as, like... There was also some humor and stuff in this that, like, does he have the humor and stuff in Cobra Kai as well, or is that, like, a DC choice for Blue Beetle? I think there was a little bit, um... I th- I think DC is, is making that choice, but there was definitely some humorous parts in Cobra Kai yeah. and, and things like that, but then it, it got it got pretty serious pretty quick with Cobra Kai. Um, I don't know, I, do you... Do, are you going to watch it? uh probably not i feel like i'm too i've looked to watch it a few times i'm like i'm too far back <laughs> like you know okay. what i mean it's gonna be like so, one of those things where like 10 years from now i like watch the whole thing right <laughs> you know <laughs> okay so like, i don't know if i want to tell you like the biggest oh teaser. you can tell me anything tell me uh, okay we gotta warn everybody though if you're gonna spoil it spoilers for everybody not just me. spoiler alert can, yeah. is there an <laughs> alert button we got buttons over here so spoiler alert you know that's how that works yeah that's the right button you know (laughs) right spoiler alert but uh if anybody hasn't seen cobra kai you're a few years late but when they dropped it they dropped it in two seasons in the end of season two um they dropped and miguel which is the kid who's playing blue beetle gets tossed off of the ledge at school like over a staircase and uh like goes into a coma and is in the hospital and they don't know what's gonna happen they don't know if he's paralyzed like what's gonna happen and that was the end of season two so then we had to wait like six months to get season three to even see if miguel like is gonna make it and stuff so like i said it got it got pretty quick um and heavy for him but he he still has those funny moments and he's a funny guy and gets through it blue beetle's also just like one of those characters he's just a kid who ends up with powers and he's freaking out and he's always excited and it's it's kind of an interesting take because especially when he teams up with batman batman's so serious all the time you know what i mean and he's just like the complete opposite but the the suit looked cool in that trailer like i liked honestly pretty much everything about the trailer yeah i'm like actually watching it right now like off Are screen <laughs> yeah like w- without the volume just to yeah. just to keep it you know oh yeah this oh yeah that that's what i like about this this is kind of cool yeah uh, you can having just this watch new angle. yeah I'm just you know I'm like oh music, i do so. remember this <laughs> <laughs> really <laughs> i got a little bit there of lo-fi go. going on and quietly in the background oh nice man you Maybe know we should just, get a music track going i'm just vibing you know should we get a music track going <laughs> the music track what kind of music track yeah. Oh, okay. You know how it is. <laughs> oh, it's a dance party up in here. Here we go. <laughs> Get your lights going. This, this is what happens right. when you give two guys with ADHD buttons to play with and noises to make. Right. I know. I should probably close the soundboard realistically, <laughs> like, and just just keep it off my screen. <laughs> That's so funny though. Uh, oh my gosh! Well, but yeah, we're, we're talking, talking Blue Beetle. Now. Okay, <laughs> I totally <laughs> forgot. <laughs> I was like, oh, we're talking about music now. No. Right, uh, we're talking about the Blue Beetle trailer. But um, yeah, kind of. He's almost kind of playing the same character as as far as even um, you can kind of see in, in certain points of the trailer, like he's almost trying to. I don't know. Like he still has that kid in him, but he's still like battling that that. Like he's growing up, yeah. Type of type of feeling, so he keeps getting put in those like adult situations, right. and you could tell he's very like almost. I don't know if you want to say like humbled, but almost like kind of scared <laughs> in those situations. But he just kind of laughs it off and like forces himself through it. Um, is what it's seeming seeming like. So kind of same issues. I feel like socially, like, 
like we were saying, like that's super blue beetle, but it almost seems a little bit more serious than this, you know, but like the mm-hmm. humor and stuff, I think is in a good place as far as like, if the movie doesn't go like crazy off the wall past this, you know what? I like the humor where it's at. And, uh, yeah. what was it? George Lopez is in it as the dad or whatever. Is that George yeah, Lopez? Yeah, that took me a second to realize that yeah. is George Lopez, yeah. I always wanted to just say Carlos Mencia, but I know that's not... <laughs> I was like, who is this guy? I know who this is, but... You can't do it! <laughs> it's just Rob Schneider from Adam <laughs> You can do it! Oh, uh, but yeah, overall, great trailer. I feel like... If we stay on it any longer, we're just going to start saying the same things over and over again. Because it's a trailer. It's a couple minutes long. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. It's it's literally two, two, two and a half minutes long. So. Right. But, <laughs> but we yeah, also, I, think, I think it's pretty great. We also got Secret Invasion teaser. Which oh, yeah. I, I guess I thought it was further away than it is, but it's coming out in June. I feel like we're starting to think that now. And it's like we're stuck in 2022, like not remembering. Like, right. oh, dude, it's. It's 2023. What's on my face? Sorry, I went out to eat. <laughs> yep. Oh, I also just... some uh, B-dubs on my face. Whoops. I didn't even see it. Um, I just assume everything's coming in 2024 at this point. You know what I mean? With all the announcements and everything. Like, I think I'm it's because just... that's the stuff that we're actually like really excited for. And I think a lot of like... Like, isn't DC starting in 2024? Like, this is all just kind of, like, residual stuff that was, like, roll off of what was already expected. And, like, uh, I think Superman is coming in 2024, which starts it. Yeah. Um, yeah, where James, where James Gunn is taking over and, right. and stuff like that. Um, yeah, so we're, we're, we're still a little bit away, f- away from that. So I'm interested to see on where they're, they're going to go, but I don't think... Um, as as far as everything else that they've been been doing, you know, we just went and saw Why can't I? I just can't say that. Yeah. yeah. Um, we just went and saw that movie. <laughs> There's a League of Legends and, uh, character called Sejuani, and I for sure thought you were saying that, but you don't even really play League, so I don't know why. That's like, you're saying it. You're saying it. I know what it is. <laughs> right. You, that's just Shazam. straight where your mind goes. Right. But, um, oh, geez, what was I talking about? Shazam. Um, regardless, we just, we just saw Shazam. Oh yeah, yeah. We, I don't, but I don't think that we're in uh, in bad hands as far as DC because I wouldn't at all consider Shazam uh, like a bad movie. You yeah, know what I'm saying like it's. I think it was a very good movie, and I think that it it did a very good job at telling the story that it did, given the terms that it did with as many pullouts as that happened and could have been right. holes created in the story. And there's still a couple of them, but um. What, what are you gonna do? This is just this is kind of like we're putting it out because we kind of have to because we spent all this money and canceled everything else and we need to put something out, you know. That girl, um, but that I know that's what I'm thinking too. <laughs> that's like I'm thinking the same kinda, thing, man. That's kind of what we said. Like overall, it's a pretty decent movie. It's just like everything around it is just hard to forget at this point. You know what yep. I mean? It's yep. like there's so much going on and so much especially doing what we do with the podcast we just see it every day like i just see stuff about dc every day i see stuff about james gunn every day you know it's like now i have to go sit through a movie that probably doesn't matter in the future of dc and i just hear about all these things every day and it's just like how do you forget about that walking in the door you know what i mean Mm -hmm. i feel like overall i'm pretty good at like leaving it at the door but for this one i was just like bombarded with all the stuff and then walk in the door it's like all right here we go yeah it's it's like the the d in dc stands for drama <laughs> yeah. that's what a lot of what we're getting from dc not that we're not getting it from marvel but a marvel is taking that step back and is like we're committing to the fans and we're not gonna put out trash anymore and and all this stuff you know so like now it's now it's dc's turn to <laughs> take some drama yeah, and, I and think put it, put it in the spotlight. I think it's a weird time too, because like there's so much like people are kind of sick of a lot of this at this point. You know what yeah. I mean? There's there's a I can't think of the word. It's like uh, they're they're like burnt out on all this stuff. Like, give me a good movie, or 
it's not a good movie. Like, I'm done with it. You know, yeah, at this point, I'm starting to just like just give me a movie, and I'm down to see what I, what I see, and if I like it, then I like it. You know. Yeah. But uh, I think uh, doing doing what they're doing with with all these tie-ins isn't isn't a bad thing, but it's almost kind of hurting them now because it's almost like they they have to tie everything in to each other. And why does why why does that have to happen? Like back back uh, movies didn't used to do that all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like. Spider-Man, like Toby, and stuff like that didn't tie into Iron Man. I mean, obviously, you know, it was just yeah. really different, different things. But there was other Superman or Super Marvel movies that were coming out, like uh, like the Hulk. So I yeah. think Sony did a Hulk, and um, they did a pretty decent one that I thought, and uh, they didn't tie in. And and they, why do they have to tie in? I think that's one thing that DC's doing well is like they have their main they want to go with their main universe as like their regular DCU but then they mm-hmm. have like the Elseworlds as well so like you can still just get movies like the Batman and Joker and stuff like that um it's always weird cuz I feel like I'm saying the Batman and Joker like it's one thing but Joaquin Phoenix Joker and Robert Pattinson Batman yeah um, I'm I'm following along. I don't right, know if yeah. anybody else is <laughs> following along. I just don't along, know. But yeah. But it's like, uh, like you can get kind of the best of both worlds. It just kind of sucks because like Black Adam's coming from DC as well. And it's like, I think, I think the marketing and just The Rock's push for that got so annoying for a lot of people too. It's like, all right, we're already excited like for the movie because you're in it. Like just give us a good movie and then everything else happened afterwards and like yeah. all the it's just like here have some more have some more have some more and i loved that john cena was always in the peacemaker outfit and suit you know because like <laughs> he would just go do a like a random interview in the peacemaker suit but it's oh, just like you're, you're saying even outside of the movie yeah yeah he would just do everything in the peacemaker suit and then it's just it's just like everywhere you go it's just kind of getting shoved down your throat you know what i mean where like I think Marvel has put out too much if they take that back a little bit. I think they have a good amount of marketing where, like, you know when things are coming. But, like, that's kind of where it stops. It's not It's not like a bombardment. You know what I mean? And they're in a place where they're... They've been doing this for how long? You know what I mean? They're in a place where they can do what they're doing. Where DC is yeah. trying to, like, restart now with, like, all this, all this stuff Which happening. is kind of crazy because, like... Yeah. Cause I was I was watching a, uh, a couple videos a couple days ago saying how through through the Silver Age and um, and like that Bronze Age into the Modern Age, how Marvel has started, especially with like with the comics and stuff, um, they went bankrupt and they sold all their stuff and, and uh, throughout the seventies like with Spider Man and stuff they made a really really bad Spider Man and it went straight to TV and stuff like that and they lost a bunch of money and uh they went bankrupt killing bankruptcy and dc at that point you know 70s going into the 80s marvel couldn't do anything that whole time because they were selling to other companies so some heroes they had the rights to some heroes they they didn't some heroes other companies wouldn't let get turned into a movie so they were battling that and then as they're battling that, they're planning for Batman. DC's planning for Batman, and then the Keaton thing happens. And Keaton comes out. Yeah. At the same time, they had a very successful uh, run with Adam West. Mm-hmm. At, at, in that point in time. Um, so they were they were crushing it. And now it's almost like uh, Marvel has finally came back 30, 40, 50 years later, you know, whatever yeah. it may be, and is, is taking the reins and, and really, really – really pushing it hard which is you know good for them but it, it's crazy especially because you know we're both dc fans i'm a, I'm a massive dc fan you see yeah. got all this batman <laughs> stuff behind us or behind me and <laughs> you got right. some joker stuff back there i can see some batman um, um i think a lot of this 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 is dc but it's just so small you can't see it um right i think i think it's a weird too because i think the marvel Marvel really benefited from them just starting a studio. And it's not like Grand Marvel. It's like 
some guys were like, let's make an Iron Man movie and see if it happens. And if it's, if it's cool, the cool, if it's not like we made an Iron Man movie and like, I would argue that if Marvel strictly stuck with Sony, like it wouldn't be what it is today. I don't think, I don't think the Sony movies, even the ones coming out now are as good as Marvel studios is putting out. And that might mm-hmm. be the Disney money. I don't know. Like, how does Sony not have Disney money? But <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, I guess. I think of Sony as, like, a massive I mean, Disney, thing. Yeah. yeah. But Disney's gigantic. But Disney, it's like, like, if you look at the the branch, at, like, marketing and what Disney has their hands in, they pretty much own every single yeah. piece of media and entertainment. But, if like, in my head. And entertainment, they buy it. In my head, like, Sony is just massive. Like, Sony's been around me all my life. You know what I mean? It's like. Mm-hmm. Everybody had the Sony stereos in their car before Bose and Sony Sony TVs and Sony computers and Sony yeah. this and I Sony that. I wouldn't doubt if Disney owns a part of Sony. <laughs> well, you'd think these uh, these negotiations with characters would go a little bit better if they owned a part of it. You know what I mean? Right. Or maybe that's the problem. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But that's my old coworker. No way. I think. I think. Marvel did a good thing at a good time where they're like, we're doing Marvel. We're focusing on Marvel. Whereas like things like Sony and Warner brothers were like, we have superheroes, but we also have everything else that we're doing too. Yeah. And then they were also hit at a time where like everybody was kind of like, liking like the Spider-Man, like Tobey Maguire's and stuff like that. And like, they, we didn't see anything like Iron Man really. You know what I mean? Like it was, mm-hmm. it's different. It was just a little bit different than everything else that we'd seen. Yeah. hundred percent. And I think that has to do a little bit with like the technology that we had and with the, you know, yeah. Spider-Man, like when, when those came out, you know, you can say whatever about the CG that's in it now, but those were really good when they came out, mm-hmm. you know, but then, for that it, it started moving so fast in the 2000s with technology and animation and stuff like that that it got so good by the time Iron Man came out that it was just absolutely amazing right I think um, and 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 I think that that like like you said I I think not, like at the time that the continuity thing that that helped Marvel because people want the tie-ins and stuff like that but now it's almost like they're afraid to do any movie without tying it in to something yeah you know like they could like like even even dc like they couldn't they couldn't even do black adam without tying it into superman well i think i'm on the other side of the fence from you on that discussion but i think that's something that's well i'm not saying that it was a good thing though because like like i wanted it to happen and and that's i feel like the other side of the fence that you're on for me like with the black adam and superman thing but they still did it. You know what I'm saying? And then, no, I'm I'm on the side where like I want like ninety percent of things to be tied together. Like I love that stuff. Like I want like the through lines. I want the story. I want the payoff in the end. But I'm also mm-hmm. I'm also willing for things to drop for a little bit to build up another story to you know have the payoff. But every it seems like everybody is mad at Marvel if that happens. So Marvel is trying to like hit. Um, Endgame, and they're like, "All right, now we have to go above Endgame." It's like, no, like you have to calm the story down and build it. Like it's peaks and valleys, you know what I mean? Yeah. Where like they're like, Endgame, and they just keep going. It's like you're you're gonna have no payoff at the end because everything's so high. That like, that being said, like I like the Elseworld idea, like being able to have some stuff. It doesn't all have to be but you still have that big main timeline. But I think the big thing that uh, was was bad for DC is like nothing was tied together. You know what I mean? Yeah. You have you have Titans over here, Doom Patrol over here, you have the, uh, the Joaquin Phoenix, you have the Robert Pattinson, you have this Justice League, and everybody's like, can I give me something to follow i have no idea what's happening you know what i mean well well they started they started to do that when marvel started to do it uh, ish with their uh you know after the dark knight came out marvel had iron man mm-hmm. and then that started time that, that's the start of phase one for the mcu right. 
right was iron man so that like that's when they started doing um dc like with aquaman and the snyderverse um, yeah 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 the snyderverse and that's what they started like like tying in together almost because like they they had to to be able to compete but like i i like you know and i'm not saying that it you know i like i this i don't know what i'm trying to say like (laughs) i I like the tie-ins and and i think there needs to be enough of it to make things make sense the problem um with a lot of it and with dc right now especially is that they're just like oh well you know we have this thing in the comics you know else worlds and earth 2 and and, and other kind of earths right. and this whole universe and multiverse so we're just gonna say that this took place in a multiverse you know and, and that it's not part of the the timeline like they did with black adam yeah you know and like oh this is just a multiverse story so it doesn't even matter anymore you know the problem for me with them trying to say that is that they've never actually done a movie or done anything regarding the multiverse up until now right Yeah. you know and 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 we're just now gonna start getting there now they're cracking open the multiverse and getting um flash to right to jump timelines and we're gonna get a couple different batman and and they're tying them now they're starting to tie things together but that's the we're just finally getting the multiverse, and I think that was the problem up until this point is that they had to get get there, but they're almost, I don't know. When they made a bad movie, they brushed it off to the multiverse. I think, I think one thing that's different between Marvel and DC2 is like, I feel like Marvel will just put out things, and people don't like it, but it's a really big connection. So like, I know we've seen said it like multiple times. We're like, this just seemed like a way to get to X, Y, Z, but they put those junctions in there. So you're like, you don't even have to think about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like as much, how much crap do we talk about She-Hulk, but from She-Hulk, they can introduce this person, that person, they can go this direction, that direction. You know what I mean? They do have that junction there where I feel like DC almost feels like shoehorned into everything. It's like, Oh, we couldn't get this cameo. Let's get this cameo. This one costs too much. Let's do this. We have to. Let's put. Just do it. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, hundred percent. Why? Why did you do that? And it's like, especially now with everything going on, it's like, why are the peacemaker people in here when this doesn't? You know what I mean? And it just creates that. It creates those questions for you. Yeah, um, I think. I, I think uh, the the point of view that you're kind of talking is. Is that like Marvel is is making these shows with the multiverse and with, you know, opening up to going into space and the galaxy and World War Hulk and all these different possibilities. Um, is that they're, they're kind of creating these shows with that safety net in mind. Right. You know what I'm saying? DC's not creating those shows with that safety net in mind. They're just using it at the end when they hear the critics and then they're like they'll like uh like unfortunately the thing that happened in black adam they're like here's a here's a movie and then here's the end credit scene and then after the end credit scene you're like okay but that didn't do anything (laughs) that didn't go anywhere you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and then uh whereas like in spider-man what was it I don't remember which Spider-Man it was when Daredevil was in it. You're like, oh, Daredevil's in it. Why? Wait, why is Daredevil in this? And then later you get the payoff of like, oh, that's why Daredevil was in this movie seven years ago. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, I think that's something that we can achieve now, though, with James Gunn as 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 kind of broken up and bumpy the road is to get there. I think James Gunn does want to try to have best of both worlds. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think we see it happening. It's just, I think it comes down to also the contracts that we've talked about millions of times on our <laughs> podcast. You know what I mean? Yeah. All the legal if, stuff. That's the stuff that makes it complicated. Like if you, if you sign a one movie deal with Gal Gadot and then you write in a cameo for her, but you never got her to agree to it and then you can't afford her. She yeah. like, that that already your timeline's already messed up you know what i mean like now are you gonna now are you gonna try to get superman batman 
Flash? Are you just going to put a Superman cameo in where you can't see Superman's head? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they did in the Shazam. That was funny. I was like, after I saw because I just watched Shazam 1 the day that we went to see Shazam 2. I was, I like, after the movie I went and I was like, did they cut Superman's head? Like, did they do some editing to this? But like, it was just always like that. They, they just never showed his head. It's so weird. And then, it's, I don't know. It's so interesting to me. I think it comes to that dedicated, like James Gunn is DC's dedicated superhero guy now. Looking at yeah. a timeline, planning out 10 years. So I'm hoping that we kind of eliminate some of those questions that just build up. You know what I mean? Just from watching something. And I think that's just going to help DC tremendously. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. 100 well i think we uh started this conversation by saying there's a uh secret invasion trailer is uh, that what do we not get so. to that i don't think we did because we I went out think... on a 20 minute tangent and i think so <laughs> well secret invasion we... trailer looks cool yeah it looks really good <laughs> <laughs> it didn't I... look like a tv show trailer yeah, I, I thought it was a movie this whole time. Mm-hmm. Until you told me, you're like, oh, it's a show. And I was like, what? Right. Yeah, because it was always like on the timelines, it's always like we're getting to Secret Invasion and then we're getting to Secret Wars. So I had imagined those would be like movies. Yeah. But it's a show. And I'm kind of excited because it's like we're going to get like eight movies. You know what I mean? Yeah, we're going to get like eight eight to ten hours of content at a time right. you know what i'm saying so that's that'll be really neat i'm excited for that um nick fury samuel jackson looking like a bad a like he always does right it looks like he's the most wanted man in the country <laughs> in the world possibly right um i uh i definitely wouldn't be upset if secret wars turned into uh, a tv show just to get more secret I, wars i think it would be better as a tv show Probably. I think 100% it would be better as a TV show. Um, honestly, I think a lot of these comics would. <laughs> because you're taking eight, 8 to 15 issues of something and putting it in an hour and a half to three hours, right? Yeah. Whereas if you took eight issues and made eight episodes... <laughs> but so I mean, like an you, hour an issue, yeah. You would have to... You would have to embellish a little bit in between, but now that you, especially for Marvel having the big buildup of a universe that we were just talking about, like you have yeah. things that you could do, but something like Secret Wars, if you made that into eight, eight episodes, I think it would be so good. Yeah, it'd be a really awesome TV show. I think I think we have to figure out something with like box office numbers and stuff though too. I think we talked about it a couple weeks ago. It's like this just isn't how people are watching movies anymore. You know what I mean? And trying to build up that box that first weekend box office numbers. It's like Yeah, I but, think I think that's where like we were talking about previously, um, on another podcast is that I think that's kinda how they win awards. And things like that. I don't know. I don't know how TV shows win awards. Yeah, I don't either. Give me one second. You're frozen. Is he going to do it? Here, how about... Uh, uh, uh. video yeah powered by riverside fm <laughs> okay <laughs> we had some technical difficulties i don't remember exactly what we're talking about <laughs> no uh but overall Secret Invasion looks dope. I read yes. the first few issues of the new run that's going out right now. It's super cool. Does I've that seem to it. be 
what they're kind of telling. I don't think, like like we said with the uh, Blue Beetle trailer, it's so short that like they're gonna obviously just get a bunch of action in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't. And the whole thing is about scrolls, and we only saw one scroll in the whole trailer. You know what I mean? But yeah. that's the whole thing is they're shape shifting into people. I think it's a little bit of a different angle because the first issue, spoilers if you haven't read the comic, <laughs> but um, the first issue starts with Nick Fury and he goes to visit this family and he can sense that they are Skrulls and he ends up killing them all. And then he goes Dang. to visit uh, and they all like, after they die, they all transform back into Skrulls or whatever. And then at the end of that he goes and visits a, per- a friend in the government and they end up finding out that Nick Fury has visited every big government building in the country like a scrawl version of him and um, basically there is there's all these scrolls imitating Nick Fury and going into the big government buildings And that's like where it leaves off. And so, oh yeah. And then one of the Avengers, you find out one of the Avengers is a Skrull, but we don't know which one. And they might've been a Skrull this whole time. And it's a whole thing. So this invasion could be super deep and we have no idea. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm really excited to see how they handle all this stuff. Like just the shape-shifting CG is something I'm excited about because we have to see some people transition from Skrull to Hero or Nick Fury or vice versa, you know? Right. So seeing how they decide to do that morph is going to be exciting to me. Um, But just the storyline seems so interesting of having these Skrulls infiltrated our country so deeply that we don't know who's real and who's not. And, And I don't know. Like... Like we were saying, I'm so happy this is a show because I feel like there's so much they can do with it that, like, I I don't think we'd get it in one movie. You know what I mean? Yeah, probably probably not. Um, did they? Uh, one one question that I did have is, you know, there's some stuff that I miss because of all the shows and stuff that they've been putting out. Mm-hmm. But when did Nick Fury get the tattoo on his face? Is it a tattoo or is it a scar? It could have been a scar. I don't know. I think it's a scar, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, if it's a scar. It looked like a tattoo to me. I was like, when did he pull a Mike Tyson? Yeah, right? <laughs> I was like, when is he? I could be wrong, happen? but um, It looked sure like it a tattoo to me in the trailer. Let me see. I had the trailer up here a second ago. But, um, yeah, it looked to be like a a tattoo. Oh, it might be a scar. Yeah, no, it's, it's under his eye. It's the mm-hmm. scar. Yeah. But looking like a BA, like always, Samuel Jackson. Yeah, man. you can't. You I can't thought it was a tattoo because I thought it almost looked like uh, tribal. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, I got. It you. was just the angle. I just watched Hangover last night, just in the background. So uh, Mike Tyson's <laughs> Mike face Tyson. tattoo is oh, is dude. real fresh in my mind. You got a. He's got a podcast called Hot Boxing. <laughs> <laughs> you can imagine. <laughs> Mike Tyson in a hot box. It's uh, exactly what that what what it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. it's hilarious. It's great. It's actually uh, pretty funny. Um, we also got some stuff from Joker too with uh, Gaga's Harley Quinn. She's dancing on the steps with Joaquin Phoenix. I feel like the more I hear about that movie, the more I'm excited about it. Oh yeah, man. That's like spiking crazy books. Um or spiking the books crazy high. I don't know how to how how I worded that. That was a weird way to word that. <laughs> so but, we're we're pumped. We're pumped about it it kinda is a nice place to be, like, you know, excited about these movies. You know what I mean? I feel yeah. like we weren't for so long. And it's like I like them and I enjoy them, but it's not like I'm ready for this to come out. But I feel like with we got an Elseworlds thing going on, we got a DC thing coming out in August, and we have a Marvel thing coming out in June. 
not even to mention the Guardians of the Galaxy that we have coming out next month. You know what oh, I mean? Oh yeah, I keep forgetting about that. I don't know why. I just watched that. I just rewatched that the other day. Once again, fell asleep in the middle of it. But <laughs> Guardians of the, <laughs> the Galaxy. Usual. Yeah, Gar- Guardians. That one. Uh, yeah, it, it's good. I just keep. I don't know why I keep falling asleep. I can never like put all the pieces together. Yeah, I think that's another one that we might be looking at some recasting because I don't know if Zoe Saldana or uh, Batista is coming back after this one. That's what I heard too. I heard that we might not be getting Drax um, back. But uh-huh. um, yeah, like like as you were saying with Lady Gaga and, and uh, the Joker, and uh, I keep seeing these these like little clips on TikTok, and it's like Joaquin Phoenix and Lady Gaga spotted filming the joker and it's like people are actually getting like little clips and stuff of them like dancing on stairs you know or like fighting on stairs and stuff like and i'm like that is so crazy cool it may i'm like i need to go to new york right now and try to find (laughs) you know yeah just to see a clip you know what i'm saying just to see it get filmed for a second you know and be like oh i was there that day you know when when you go to see the movie or something not yeah. knowing if it's your clip or not, but just knowing, like, I saw a piece of that get filmed. That's cool. I think uh, we talked about this once before, but the Ninja Turtles thing coming out, the new animated movie, I think they're doing it, like, so good. You know what I mean? Because, like, we see these things from Marvel and DC and the announcements, and we get announcements like, two years ahead of time, like, where Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, they're like, hey, we have this new thing coming out in three months. Are you excited? Yeah. Because you have enough time to still be excited when you see it. You know what I mean? And right. it's like, yeah, it's, I think they're doing really good. I mean, they're also not like a TMNT studios. So it's, it's just like a one-off. This one's by Seth Rogen. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. He's um, producing it. He's producing it for sure. Yeah. It's a, I don't like, know if from, he's directing it from forever teen Seth Rogen or whatever. You know what I mean? So, but isn't, isn't he uh, a bebop? Yeah, he's in the movie too. Yeah, that's crazy. I'm so excited for that one. That's gonna be fun. Um, Ice Cube's in it. It's um, it's like one of those things where it's like, we got the announcement. They blew it up on social media. They started a social media page and we're like spamming like the cast, which is huge. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But then they're like just putting out teasers after that, and the movie comes out in August. So it's like, you get to see all this stuff, find out about it see teasers along the way and then in a couple months you have a payoff you know what i mean yeah where like especially secret wars like we've known about secret wars now for how long and all this stuff is going to happen between here and there and we still don't even know we still don't have a trailer obviously because they haven't shot it yet and like how do you how do you follow all this stuff for this long and stay excited for something that was another yeah future that was something that I was going to kind of talk about a little bit is that like, not going to lie. If you, if you look through our past videos when we first started talking about secret wars, you know, um, I was very, very, very excited. Oh yeah. Secret wars. More and more stuff kind of keeps coming out little by little here, but now it's, it's to the point where for me, I'm like, I'm just kind of burnt out on even hearing about secret wars to the point like when it comes out am i gonna really even be that excited maybe you know it, de- it really depends on that trailer right but i'm like i'm almost kind of burnt out on it and i'm sure a lot of us are at this point and i mean i guess that's why in the past we don't hear about movies until six months before they come out right i think you know maybe that's, I think that's a good such thing a good idea yeah like not yeah, that it's then you like don't a have fresh and the, new idea but well, yeah, because then when you do have to cancel something, you don't have everybody else backlashing on it, and like, you don't you're not letting down fans and stuff like that. So, I don't know. I don't I know think either, they man. can go about it a little bit different. I think they should still have those plans, but like, we don't need to know about them all. You know yeah, what I mean? Definitely. Like, why? 100%. Why do? Why do I? Which need is kind of what's happening behind the scenes of Marvel in five years. Yeah, I don't, definitely. I don't work at Marvel. <laughs> yeah and it's even to the point where like things are starting to get released earlier and earlier like you were just bringing up ninja turtles we got a an uh kind of a unofficial trailer for a uh, last ronin um kind of like arkham style adaptation or god of war adaptation of uh the last ronin Mm -hmm. you know so so like one of those those 
fighter style games for Ronin. And um, the thing is that this hasn't even actually been picked up by a game developer yet. But I think so. So the little bit that that of what we've seen is just like animation and stuff that they want to do. We don't know who's gonna make the game. We they're, they're saying God of War style, but who knows if I think what is Beth Bethesda or or, or something Bethesda. like that that makes God of War Bethesda. I forget how to say it. Um, I think they're the ones that make that game. But if they don't pick it up, then it's gonna be a total not that's gonna be a totally different game, but it, it's gonna feel different. Yeah, is who put it out though? Who put out like the the little teaser trailer? Is it like a TMNT official um, thing, or is it like a smaller studio? Or let me see, because I think that's the difference though. Like, um, we just also saw like a Ronin fan film that you showed me. Yeah, you know what I mean, and that's that's totally different because like if you tease something like that from from a small like producer, a small animator, or small whatever, you can get eyes on you and put that in your portfolio and potentially get a job making this a real thing. But as far yeah. as somebody as big as Marvel Studios putting out these things, it's like you don't need to. Like CBC put it out. Oh really? Oh wait. It's actually CBCS. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to find out if it, if it's something with comic books, comic book company or something. Yeah. Okay, it's this is a... comic book cast. That's just on that post. Who put out that post? Um, I don't know, but it, it was. I'm trying to find the exact. But like, it wasn't like a TMNT out. official thing. It sounds like no. I mean, so, I think it. That's the thing is that I think it was. And that's why everybody's like freaking out is that they're they're doing it, but it hasn't been picked up yet. I think what what so I think what the consensus is and what I'm seeing on this is that they announced it and kind of leaked it on purpose. But they're it, they're kind of announcing the fact that they're in talks of creating the game. You know, so I think people are taking it and being like, we are getting a new Ronin yeah. game when when it's they didn't say that. They said we're working on developing a new Ronin game. I think that's like a, I think that's a downfall of social media. Like what? Like I, everybody needs to post everything. You know what I mean? And I don't. Oh get yeah, that. And it always needs to be like super super clickable. Yeah. Hey, we're talking about this. Like, okay, talk about it and then post it when it's real. Like I don't. You know what I mean? That's that's where yeah, I there's... fall. There's a bunch of, of other videos on YouTube talking about the game. If you look it up, um, there's like this Caboose guy. His videos are pretty cool. And then mm-hmm. Comic Book Cast put out some um, regarding this last Ronin video game that was put out a couple days ago. So they, okay. they, they were they were staying on top of it. I definitely want to look into this. I feel like yeah. I feel like turtles have gotten so many like scrollers and I just want a real game. Uh, exactly that's what makes me super excited for it um but yeah i think i think we got we got something for for enough we got some kind of official statement that i think people are kind of twisting like we're getting this this was announced yeah. this is official it's not official it's we're trying to make it <laughs> official or something like right. that so i think i think it's that they want to show that you know the developers or whoever they want like oh there's there's an audience for for ronin Right, you know, yeah. there definitely is, especially because with with that announcement of the game, um, the last Ronin just hit, which is only released a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. What was it? Twenty sixteen? Something like that. S- yeah, seventeen maybe. Um, hit. Let me see. Is averaging sales of two hundred and thirty dollars right now in a nine point eight. Mm-hmm. Which is insane, yeah. Because a year ago they weren't that expensive. They're maybe a hundred bucks, hundred fifty bucks. Which they 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 did well, especially they 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 did well with the audience. They did well with the comic community and the readers. So it it, it makes sense that it would kind of sit at a hundred dollars. But for it to to start breaking past that hundred dollar point and not start falling, that's when we're starting to see some heat. But now, 
um, with this announcement, those 9.8s are starting to sell for $230, probably all the way up to, to $350. Dang. Well, I think this is a good chance to go into that revisiting that M&M cover that you were just telling me about before we started. The oh, M&M yeah. Man. Spider-Man variant. Yeah, I think you can go back to our videos. That only happened in October, I think, maybe yeah. even November. So it was it was around holiday time. Um, we I, I wasn't able to get in on it, and I remember being pretty upset that I didn't spend the thirty dollars and get it because like the next week they hit a hundred bucks, and then the week after that, when we talked about it, they were hitting three hundred dollars. Yeah. Well, right now they're at fair market value at eleven hundred dollars. And that's not the signed ones that Eminem was selling on right. his website. I it's not signed. By the time I saw the Eminem one, it was already sold out. I had a, like a small chance to get a biggie one, and I didn't. And then I refreshed it, and it was gone. But that's that's just crazy to me. Yeah. It's like that's it. Like we were excited. Like two weeks after they came out, they were three hundred bucks, and we're like, dang, look at that. You know what I mean? Yep. And now what? What did you say? Eleven hundred. Yeah, and and that's actually my bad. I'm looking at the fair market because for some reason I can't see the 9.8 fair market value. Mm-hmm. So 9.6 fair market value is eleven hundred dollars. Oh, okay. So not even a 9.8. Yeah. So not 9. even 8, a 9.8. 9.8 more. You know. <laughs> Probably that's... it really depends. These are new comics, so I would I would assume that if the 9.6 is hitting eleven hundred dollars, that 9.8 that's a little bit easier to get could be probably around the same thing um this is this is the point where these books when they're starting to spike like this um you're going to start seeing major major price jumps between yeah. a 9.6 and a 9.8 sometimes it's not very much 10 bucks 20 bucks you know maybe it bumps it down 10 percent or something like that nothing crazy but this is the 9.8 um gaps are is are going to start being created and that's what's going to start for for all we know because i can't see it right now fair market value on a nine point eight could be at five thousand dollars right or yeah, it could yeah. be at two thousand dollars you know so th- this is where it's gonna it's gonna pop off so if you're selling them if you got them well first off let me know because i want one but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll work out a deal but, didn't didn't jonatron i think jonatron got the biggie one he, he got the biggie the one. one? Oh, yeah, okay. the homie John got got the biggie one. And uh he was upset that he missed out on the Eminem one too. They just they dude they went so fast and I think it was they because did. Eminem posted it. I think Eminem did a Twitter thing. Yeah, he sold them out of his store. Yeah. But I think he posted it on Twitter and that's what made yeah. it just gone. The biggie ones were through a comic store. There's like a comic link to something. Like, they sell other, like, limited edition <laughs> comics and stuff like that, where, like, Eminem sold them directly out of his store. Like, his, his signed store. ones. Yeah. yeah. His signed ones. He sold ones. all like of other them. people had them, but um, there was only so many prints, but he had X amount of uh, right. signed copies. But, like, just just any of them going to his store is going to max it. You know what I mean? It's easy to find. Oh, yeah. You're like, Eminem, Eminem online store, boom, con. Whereas, like, the biggie one, you kind of had to Google and find it and, you know what I mean, and trust yeah. the link on top of that. <laughs> All right. Yeah, sometimes like, these, these comic ones don't always look the best, but they're usually pretty decent. That M&M one, man. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't I couldn't imagine if I actually got my hands on it right now. Uh, oh. Weren't there some other Weren't there some other top ten lists that you want to talk about? We talked about McFarlane a little bit. Yeah, um, more Spider-Man, you know, is, uh, so I found this week's top 10 list for, um, or on, uh, Go Collect. Mm -hmm. So the most popular comics of this week. Uh, give me a list of 100, but the first five issues are all Todd McFarlane covers and starting with spawn number one. Um, so that's still the hottest comic of the week. That's another one that is, is consistently selling all the time Mm -hmm. um and i didn't realize exactly how many copies were printed and sold of this thing um as there were because there's like 
20,000 graded copies on the census. Really? Yeah. Um, Let me check. Let me check. Now, what would what would be causing the McFarland spike right now? Do you know? Um, I believe a few days ago that Tom McFarland, I believe, was on a podcast or on some kind of interview to where somebody had asked him if we're ever going to see something live action for Spawn, mm-hmm. and he said that he's currently in the the works of of trying to get that done and trying to work on that, and um, so far to the point where I think they're starting to pick cast and crew and and things like oh, that. Really? of that nature. So, um, I think he, he might be looking for the right director and, and things like that. He's been making plans, I guess you could say, yeah. or at least from, from, from what he, he said in this video, you know, I don't know Todd McFarlane. I would love to know Todd McFarlane, but I don't know Todd McFarlane. Right. Um, but he says it's you know the the question was of course asked if it was going to kind of be at, at all along the lines of the original uh live action spawn yeah. if you guys didn't see that one um that one was not too good he was like yeah nope not going to be anything like that never letting that happen again he's like i'm going to be 100% hands on like he's going to be a big part of this in, in in making um live action spawn so i think that's super cool i don't know if yeah, that's, that's causing this spike because this is a book that is kind of almost always on on these oh, top okay. 10 lists for for people just for i the think fact I, for the top five to be him that there there's i feel like that's there's gotta awesome. be some reason you know what i mean yeah and i th- I think i mean tom mcfarland is just you know mcfarland right. toys change yeah. the action figure game that that the whole nine yards um so i i think it's just the this whole tom mcfarland thing that's that's spiking these top five comics because in number one we got spawn number one of course um, right now, those nine point sixes are hitting fair market value, uh, average at eighty bucks, which is actually a sweet deal, considering that you get them raw for like thirty. So, I would yeah. get it graded. At, you know, you know, I'd right. pay that, no problem. But uh, and and the number two spot is that Venom Lethal Protector. I think that has to do uh, with last week we just got Lethal Protector two. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, coming out. So so that's a new run, but. Venom Lethal Protector was um, Venom's first cover and Venom's first um, like line of comics and the whole yeah, nine like yards. So that was awesome. done by by McFarlane. Jeez. Um, and then it gets into Secret Wars number eight, which is the first introduction of the symbiote that the black suit. Yeah, eventually becomes Venom. Right. Um, and then, and as we know, Todd McFarlane drew Venom. Mm-hmm. Um, for the very first time. And then in the number four spot is the Spider-Man Silver Edition with a 9.6 average fair market value of $60. And the reason why I'm laughing at that is because I have a 9.8 and I spent $265 on that one. And we all know that story. So if you want to see that that video, (laughs) yeah, you can see me smiling with it on the the cover. Actually, you know, you edited the, the thumbnail and I look pretty dope. Yeah, yeah, big gold chain. <laughs> <laughs> the, the cool guys on glasses. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, that silver edition, and then the uh, number five spot is that same exact issue, but the original first print, uh, yellow edition. Right on. Or third print, sorry. Well, but yeah, it's all, all Todd McFarlane. And then if you keep going down the list, it's uh, Wolverine number one, and then you get back into more Todd McFarlane with Spider-Man 300. Okay. That yep. Spider-Man 300 cover is cool. Oh, I love it, dude. Yeah. Well, speaking of comics, should we talk about some new comics? New comics getting into the pull list? Let's get in a pull list, man. Let's dive in. You gotta, you Transition. Gotta Let's get a sound effect from you first. <laughs> Explosions. <laughs> Explosions. Explosions. Alrighty, guys, we are going to be diving into our pull list this week. First up on the list, what do you got, my homie? Uh, first, first book on the pull list, Masters of the Universe, Master Verse number three. It looks like there's all kinds of things happening in the Master Verse, and uh, we've talked about Masters of the Universe a little bit, but I feel like we never touch on their comics. So I wanted to, I wanted to bring out their comics a little bit. 
and uh, it looks like there's a drunken group of explorers who are jokingly calling themselves the masters of the universe. So they have to decide on saving a captured sorceress or just looting the place instead. So it sounds like a little, a pretty interesting little break into like, it's not like your typical like masters of the universe type stuff. So it sounds a little, little bit more, a little bit more out of left field, a little bit more comedy driven, a little bit more, uh, I don't know. It's, it's just different. It's just different. And I like that. You know what I mean? Right. So masters of the universe, Masterverse number three. There's a couple variants, and it's going to have 32 pages and retail for a price of 3.99. There we go, man. Yeah, that one sounds pretty solid. It, it sounds like a little bit of a break from from the deep tie-ins that we've been dealing with over the right. last few yeah. weeks. Yeah, but yeah, sounds sounds super exciting. All right, for uh, book number two. Diving into 8 Billion Genies, issue number 8. This is the last issue. This is comic 8 of 8 for 8 Billion Genies. Um, not going to lie, I haven't been able to dive into it too much. <laughs> you know, I'm, this is I'm another waiting. one. I'm waiting. I'm excited to see it on the pull list, but I'm waiting for that trade. Yeah, I think I, I, I think I, I have close to every issue, so I think it's about time to start diving into it. Th- this is one of those books that you, you have to read it issue by issue because it it goes by the first eight seconds eight minutes eight days eight weeks eight months eight years you know and that's that's the point that we're getting down to is is eight years and and stuff like that so things start time starts traveling really really fast it starts going slow but then it's it's real fast right i i love the idea of this like i said i'm just waiting i'm wait i'm waiting to binge read it (laughs) i want to read the whole thing you know what i mean and I want to have that. I want to have it on my shelf. You know what I mean? I want to. I want something to display for this one. Right. And there's always the variants always make super super cool ones. They looks like they're doing like an homage to like a an old like uh, almost Galactica or or something like that Space mm-hmm. Invaders style game. Um, and you know, just cover A uh, is always super cool. That they, they do a lot of the um, galaxy style covers. Yeah, yeah, the the style is really cool on this one. Yeah, definitely. It's gonna have thirty two pages in retail for a cover price of three ninety nine. I got book number three as Guardians of the Galaxy number one. So we got a new Guardians thing coming out right ahead of the Guardians movie dropping next month. It looks like this one is going to get into one of them turned on the rest of the Guardians. So they're dealing with that and they're they just have to get into like how to deal with that internal turmoil. You know what I mean? I didn't know anything about this, so I had to look up and apparently Drax turned on the rest of the team and Gamora wanted to go out on a mission and nobody else wanted to support her on that. So they're definitely dealing with some internal tor- turmoil. I think that's the best way to describe it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I I had to also mention there's a Scotty Young cover for this one had to mention the scotty young cover but there's actually it looks like nine different variants on this one um i'm gonna have 36 pages and i'm gonna be 4.99 so you gotta pay you gotta pay a dollar for those extra four pages <laughs> right dang <laughs> <laughs> right all right are we diving into the last book last book last book up on the pull list is you guys of course hitting that subscribe button and turn that notification bell on so you guys don't miss out on any future podcasts videos none of it we're trying new things we're trying new things yeah we're trying new things let us know in the description if you like uh these like talking head style podcasts and maybe uh web webcam style and maybe we'll we'll do this a little bit more often yes you know i i honestly like it i like uh i like being in person but I also like having the computer here. Like you've been looking up facts and stuff. We've been fact checking ourselves and, you know, not just hoping we remember what we remember. So that's a, right. that's definitely a positive. Yeah, definitely. You know, we're definitely going to do a couple more like this. Like I said, next week is going to be the one that you guys are going to want to have that notification bell on for. Cause uh, we're going to have a couple guests and we are very, very excited to have them on the podcast. Yes. Yes. So last and final book, is uh, Miles Morales 
issue number five here. Still pretty early into these issues, so if you haven't had a chance to pick these up yet, um, now's a perfect time. You can probably still find issue number one at a lot of the uh, local shops that you'll go to. Um, I know I still see issue number ones floating around. Um, my favorite ones of these, as far as variant-wise, are um, the Alex Ross and Tyler Kirkham covers. It looks like... Yeah, they have, uh, oh, I can never say it, Marco Menstrazo, um mm. as one other artist. And then the rest of them are Alice Ross, or Alex Ross, like the timeless variants that he does, which is super cool. Um, and then he, Tyler Kirkham has uh, a virgin variant, mm. I believe, mm. which is probably a ratio. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> it's, it's just super, super cool. And, uh, you know, more black cat. On Miles that one, and then it looks like always dope. Always, always, dope. always. And this looks like so we got Black Cat. Oh, we got got a Black Cat cover, an Electro cover, and a Venom cover. So it looks like we could have a couple different tie-ins regarding these few of them. Miles is dope. <laughs> right. Miles is and there's Miles with a baby. And you've been playing the game, and you know I love so. Miles. <laughs> I, I'm super obsessed with Miles. Um, I think that, that brings, that brings it up to brings, I think we're done. <laughs> <laughs> I think this wraps up the podcast, man. I can't talk anymore. <laughs> right. All right. Thanks for, thanks for checking out this issue. This, oh my God. <laughs> this issue of, uh, thanks, lights comics thanks, action. Yeah, thanks for being here for episode 25 of lights comics action and our pull list of the week. Uh, be sure to check out the link in the description for free money when you use our code to sign up for whatnot. You get $10 using that link and 10% off on w.gg, getting 10% off using code Collective Comics at checkout. I think I repeated myself a lot in there, but just do it. Check it out. All right. I think I'm done this week, buddy. Are you good? <laughs> I think we're good. I think we're all <laughs> think, tapped out, man. I'm done talking. We'll all see right, you man. guys next week. This has been Collective Comics. Bye. Later.